Chris Creston, our producer of the show, who is broadcasting from his house today, you were telling me it was hard to get through the phone lines. It's been hard to get through to people for a number of days now. Going back to Monday is when I first started noticing I would get a a um, recording saying all circuits are busy please try again later and i know uh jackie who's uh, working at chorus key was having the same problem yesterday when uh, trying to get a hold of some of our guests i've even talked to some family members who say they're they're at work and people are trying to call them to change appointments and things like that and no one's able to get through on their lines and uh and they're able to dial out but no one's able to get through yeah, I haven't run into that yet, and I don't know if it's because I'm broadcasting and living in the 905, but let's uh, bring in Adam Oldfield. He is our 640 Toronto tech expert. Adam, first of all, how are you doing? You know what? I'm isolated. I'm locked down, but as a tech guy, I've got all connections moving forward, Kelly, so I, I, I'm used to this. This is actually almost like, wow, everyone's kind of living my world now. Okay, so I'm, I'm very much climatized to it. All right, good stuff. So you're keeping safe. So it, you know, does does the location of where you're making the call from matter at all? What are you hearing about these phone calls dropping out? Well, first of all, yes. A lot of the demands that are happening are people are using their network, and it we're, we're tied to cell towers. So it's going to depend on what service you have uh, and how many at what time people are going to be uh, calling. So uh, you know, right now with 4G networks, it can handle a high capacity load, but if you're on a 3G, which means kind of like urban area, uh, you're outside uh, markets of where you have little or small options of, of connection to towers, you probably will find that you're getting busy signal or it's going direct to voicemail. That is not to be surprised during this time as many people are using the cell tower for their data, they're using it for a lot of their calls. So it, wouldn't, it, it doesn't surprise me it's happening. So this is another one of those um, situations where people point to it and say, yeah, right there, that's why we need 5G. 100%. This is a a pure example of where we are starting to see the demand spread in a larger uh, area. And speaking about the fact that people are working from home, um, a lot of our networks aren't necessarily to the high capacity of what office settings are. So if you were working in an office building or a tower or an industrial area or otherwise, you're probably working at a fiber network at a very, very high bandwidth level. Um, Everyone working from home is going to put a lot of pressure on those networks that aren't necessarily at the capacity that they had at work. So that's also going to impact the quality of video conferencing. Um, A lot of people are probably finding it's blurry, it's a little cut, they might be having difficulty trying to connect or the drops offline. That's going to be pretty much the case based on the bandwidth and the options they have with their internet at home. Okay, well, let me ask you this, then. There are a lot of people listening that are working at home. Do you have to boot your kids off their devices? Do you have to say, look, I'm working right now. Everybody with a Wi-Fi device, get off. Yeah, absolutely. If they're streaming, I would highly recommend that bandwidth saving is going to be key. Uh, The second thing that I want to bring up, if you are working from home, and Kelly, I think I've spoke with you about this, the number one issue right now with working from home is uh, the effect that hackers are in heaven right now. And a lot of people have their systems which maybe aren't active because they're at work during the day. A lot of routers, a lot of smart homes, a lot of electronics, they're all right now susceptible to being 
hacked. Um, we talk about it as change your password. Don't forget to update, update your router. <laughs> this is a, a hacker's haven right now that everyone's working from home. Their passwords haven't been changed. And they're right now using generic login passwords to access um, not only the fact that they can get into their home, but people are working from home. That means their networks are linked directly to their office settings. So this is very, very crucial for people not only to be careful and, you know, make sure you wash your hands, disinfect, change your router password you if you haven't you thought nah it's not a big deal to me now's the time to think about it all right do you have to be a uh one of those technologically minded people to figure out how to change your your password on your router or update your router because i don't know how to do that well, I would say look at the model on the back, <laughs> look at the underneath of it, and you could probably Google it quickly. Um, right. And the capability of resetting it is, is quite easy. But yes, you're right. This is something which people need to go through the process of looking at how do they update their password on their router. And most of that information is on the back. There's a sticker probably underneath your router right now, and it will say your password is to log in as this IP address, and I really encourage everyone to do so. For not only the safety, you're going to create a lot more havocs with respects to uh, the news in the next week or two is more hacks online, corporations being infiltrated because we're working from home without the proper security. You know, I, I've been you know, spending a lot of time uh, thinking about our new normal with self-isolation and working from home. I'm working from my home office. And I, I also just thinking about how we've we've changed our lives and how this, you know, some of these changes could end up being positive. You know, you look at it now and you think, oh, this is just, it's horrible and it's, it's doom and gloom. But once we get through this, and I truly believe we will, not only will we see that people are genuine, genuinely uh, really, they lean to the side of, of uh, being good, but also, you know, we might learn how to conserve things. We might learn how to um, be less wasteful in our lives. And one of the outcomes, could it be that we learn how to be, use our technology uh, more appropriately and are more secure? Because I think a lot of us are walking around or using devices at home, but we're not really understanding how we can use them to their fullest uh, abilities because we just don't have time in our daily lives. We're running around. We don't have time to sit with a computer and figure it out. Is that going to be one of the outcomes? Absolutely. I mean, one of the things I keep saying to people that I talk to is everything that I predicted or I keep talking about, and it sounds like, you know, like, oh, you know, crystal ball and, you know, the Wizard of Oz and three years, look what's going on. I think what we've done in this circumstance is exactly what you said. We've now accepted that we have to engage on this. Companies have to, are starting to in, enhance or, or put the work in home policies. A lot of people are learning, geez, what tools do I have available with me to work with? Um, I mean, it's not like this is being invented and we need to find a solution how to work from home. It's been there a while. What hasn't been implemented is the fact that people have been forced to work at home. Companies have been so busy with their day-to-day -day lives operating, they haven't put their work-at-home policies together. So they're struggling in the fact that I'm now at home. How does that work? Um, we talked about the password situation. That would be a policy that needs to be um, required by companies to people working at home. So everything that's been around in the last three to five years, I'm talking virtual reality 
reality helmets. I'm talking about uh, the augmented reality, engaging in that video conferencing. I mean, Apple's made the announcement of their newest products coming out just to tie into this, how it plays out. The Apple iPad has this new ladder uh, way of, of reading versus cameras. Why that's important is if you're working at home, it's going to be able to use a 3D rendering to the capacity that you could have. Um, let me dumb it down for everyone. We could have in the next year as it's accepted from working at home that uh, Princess Leah 3D model where help me Obi-Wan Kenobi hologram could be actually in play from people having a virtual office setting in their home. And that's not down the future. This is within the next year, year and a half. Wow, that is trippy indeed. I want to go back to something a little less high tech. So you're suggesting that we all change our router password on a daily basis? And you think, is that correct? No, no, no. I'm saying just change it from the default login and password okay, that it's with out of the box. I know that I went backwards there, but I was I was thinking about passwords and network passwords, how we're connected to, you know, a lot of our business networks and, and how often we would be changing those uh, passwords. And I thought maybe they have something to do with the router. So I want to make sure about that. I don't have a ton of time left with you, but I do want to touch on this. You mentioned hackers, but we haven't mentioned scams. There's some COVID-19 scams that have been reported. Um, one of the biggest ones getting a lot of traction, a lot people are being texted by what they think is the Red Cross. It says, in response to the recent shortage of surgical masks, the Red Cross will be giving one free box per household, and it gives a link to get yours. Now, this is a fake uh, site that you're going to go to. They're asking for people to make a payment or asking for a donation. Then they get your information. Talk about phishing emails like this, and what is at risk if you click on these links? 100%. In fact, that's one of the biggest things that have come, came out so quickly was the phishing scams. Um, these are fabricated email notices and otherwise that you do get. I mean, the one that I like is um, it looks so real, even to the point where it says uh, your example of uh, the, the updates on websites containing maps and dashboards of how we see the infections and where we see the biggest amount of, of, of cases being announced. Um, you know, this is something that makes you feel doesn't just necessarily immediately says, give me your login and, or your, your banking information. Um, uh, the one that I saw going around was asking, now that Trudeau made the announcement that he's got support payments, emails and texts were going out saying, uh, please respond with your banking information so we'd be able to put in the money as a direct deposit for those seeking help. That one came out Yikes. just yesterday. So that one is very critical because people are thinking with this announcement, how am I getting the money? How, oh, this sounds great. He's going to be helping us. I think people need to be under, understand that, you know, with this uh, Amber Alert capability, we get these text messages, and now when we get them that say, this is the government of, of Canada, please apply your, ink, uh, apply your banking information, or click this link and find out how you can assist either, like you said, the Red Cross, or be able to purchase masks for a group of, of, of hospitals that are in need. This is something that is really taking advantage of the public, and I think people have to be very, very careful in this look at the URL, make sure, unless you go to the website directly, like you're not going to a reputable website, like, you know, AM640, uh, going to a university actual website, look at the URL, look at the email, look for signs of red flags. The government is not going to say, give me your banking information through a text or email so I can give you some of this uh, support money. It isn't going to happen. So that's the key thing people have to be aware of. And this is where uh, I feel people are panicking and feeling, what do I do? And this looks like a great solution. So it is a concern. 
I want to thank you for your time, Adam. That That's incredibly useful news at a time like this. And I urge everyone listening to make sure they, they contact their friends and older relatives, especially because at this time, what what fishing uh, uh, criminals and scammers uh, depend on is they depend on panic and they depend on fear. And that is what they're working with right now, for sure.